The movies. I've loved them since I was a kid, but not the movies that most kids watched as children. I mean, yeah, I saw my fair share of Disney movies, but when I lived with my grandmother in Steubenville, Ohio, the only thing she would let me do on my own was go to the library and go to the movies. The library, I went to almost every day, but the movies, the movies were a treat on Saturdays. So every Saturday, I was immersed in a double feature of cinema that was above the grade school age I was in, and <laughs> I got lost in them. I remember a double feature of Sidney Poitier, To Sir With Love, and Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. I was in the sixth grade. I saw Peter Sellers in The Party, Mel Brooks's The Twelve Chairs, and then home with my grandfather on Sunday afternoons. That was John Wayne Theater and Tarzan Theater and the UHF channels that ran whatever other black and white movies may have been in public domain at the time. The common thread was the same no matter what the film and no matter where I watched them. I got lost in their magic, in their charm, and I went wherever they chose to take me. I still do. Maybe now with more of an opinion and more of a discerning taste, but always with an appreciation that I still try not to take for granted. You know, like my whiskey. I'm Dino Tripodis and welcome to Whiskey Business. And tonight, we are back to the movies. Oscar season. The best of the supposedly best. And this installment marks my first return guest. Movie critic George Wolf. Go to madwolf, M-A-D-D, wolf.com. That's the website where you can get George's uh, movie blog, the movie reviews. Also go to Fright Club, which uh, is a specific, specifically about horror films. Yeah. And we- The Screening Room, which is a twice-a-week podcast. No, that's uh, The Screening Room is once a week. Once we, a week. We take care of all the new movies that come out. All the new movies. And then Fright Club is one that's done every other week where we just pick a different theme for horror movies. I got gotcha. you. Because my wife and I love So you those, do two so. podcasts a week, though, is what you uh, said. More or less. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. More or less. And yeah. I don't let me forget our, our guest bottle is uh, Makers 46 this time around, uh, made by the same people that make your beloved Makers Mark. The only difference between Makers 46 is that it's aged a little bit longer and it mellows it out a little bit more. I know you didn't think that was too mellow. You're not a big bourbon drinker. <laughs> I realize right, it's good. that. But it, uh, it's seared and, and French oak staves are, are, are seeped into the bourbon towards the end. Uh, that brings out more of the flavors. And uh, that's what we'll be drinking tonight. Also, for you uh, whiskey drinkers slash movie lovers, um, I also uh, came up with a Oscar cocktail, which we'll share a little bit later in the program. Nice. A little thing I call the the red carpet, if you're looking to imbibe <laughs> on, on Oscar night. My favorite time of the year, good, bad, or indifferent, Oscar season, the SAG Awards just wrapped up. Yeah. And the SAG Awards sometimes are a uh, a precursor to what we might see at the Oscars, and there were some surprises. There were some surprises, Because yeah. you and I have talked on our own about what should win, who was probably going to win, who the front runners were. Landscape's kind of changed a little bit. It has, yeah. A little bit. You want to go right to Best Picture? You want to yeah. go with the actors? Might as well. All right. Uh, start with, because I thought, overall, I thought, it was a pretty good group of nominees. I think I've got three 
for me that I would leave out uh, that I don't think quite. They were fine, fine films. I don't should, think they quite cut the mustard. And, and well, and because also the the field has expanded, they've they've allowed right. more films to get in. So which I always, like, I like that. Yeah. So yeah, there are some films that are worthy. But out of the bunch that are that are nominated this year, who who's, who doesn't deserve to be in the mix? I didn't think Lion, Hidden Figures, or Hacksaw Ridge quite quite made it. They're all wow. Not to I don't want to sound like I think they're bad. They're not. No, they're great movies. I just thought there were a few. I'm going to mention um, The Lobster, uh, Zootopia, um, Loving. Just off the top of my head, there's three that I would have put in. Ahead of those. Ahead of those. Yeah. Zootopia being an animated film, yeah, which was great. It was great. It was great. Uh, Loving with Ruth Negga is is a terrific, yep. terrific film and a great performance. And what was the other the one? The Lobster. The Lobster with Colin Farrell. Yeah. One of the most original movies. It's it's It'll just blow your mind how original it is. And it's darkly funny. Do you find that original movies like that sometimes just don't find enough of an audience yeah. in order to get... Uh, the acclaim, or because I know it got a lot of acclaim, but not enough of a, of acclaim to get into that that hollowed yep. ground that is Oscar nominated. That could be because it's not a quote unquote feel good movie. You know, mm-hmm. I understand why a movie like Hidden Figures, and that was a surprise. We're talking about surprise at the SAGs. It won the uh, best cast ensemble. Best ensemble. That's yeah. their version, I guess, of best picture. Because right. they don't really pick a best picture. Yeah, and it's a it's a very feel good movie. And again, I don't want to say it's bad. I just thought it wasn't. It it could have been better. Uh, I thought it really missed the chance to keep the focus on the three main characters. Mm-hmm. I thought, for for lack of a better word, I thought it it whitewashed a little too much. Not not as much as I was afraid it was going to because you take uh, you get a lot of these movies that that tell an African American historical story and they they put it through the eyes of the white people to make it more, you know, more easy to digest for the more older palatable. white audience, more palatable, especially for those older mainly white Oscar voters. Uh, there is a scene, and I don't. Do we have to worry about spoilers here? About no, hidden I don't figures? think at this point because there's it's a, grossed over a hundred million. Yeah, there's a scene. A lot in of hidden, people have seen it in Hidden Figures where Kevin Costner's character, the the manager, the the, the supervisor, um, decides to do away with the segregated bathroom policy on the floor, and he does it in the most heroic, grandstanding way, so that it comes off as look at this heroic white man. There we have it. No more colored restrooms. No more white restrooms. Just plain old toilets. Go wherever you damn well please. Preferably closer to your desk. Here at NASA, we all pay the same color. Mm-hmm. You know, the music swelling, he's taking a sledgehammer, <laughs> you know, and that I thought, oh, do you have to go there? Now, that was, thankfully, the movie, that's the really the most gregarious uh, aspect of the movie is that. But that really, that was a little chink for me. And there's there's a couple other instances where it frames it through, look how 
heroic these white people are to to look the other way and let these brilliant African-American characters contribute. Just a little too much. Again, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. It's not. It's a good movie. But it's not. I don't think it's quite Oscar worthy. Okay, because sometimes and I hear this all the time, sometimes uh, people you probably get this a lot. Being a movie critic, you look at it through very critical eyes and sometimes uh, people go, well, well, you know, the hell with what the critics say. Right. I just like the movie. It That's made right. me feel good. Yeah. I left the theater feeling great, and and, and I enjoyed myself. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's their only criteria. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I and I got into this big time years ago for much many of the same criticisms I had for uh, Hidden Figures, but on a much greater scale, was The Blind Side. I dislike the blind side very, very, very much. And people love that movie. Oh, that was a, definitely a feel good movie. And I got into so many arguments with people about the blind side because f- just for that reason, they didn't want to hear it. It made them feel great. And what was my problem? You know, so. Sandra Bullock is America's <laughs> sweetheart. Well, you know what? That started to be my go to way out of it. I, I just would agree. Yep, she was very good. Let's move on. Let's move on. But uh, you're absolutely right. You just look at it, you come to look at movies in, in a little bit of a different way. And sometimes, you know, the, the what's a big mass appeal movie just doesn't, doesn't quite measure up in the same way. Although, I, I keep repeating myself, I did like Hidden Figures. I did. Yeah. Just not that much. And Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah, Hacksaw Ridge, I thought was. I thought it was kind of uh, epic in its in its scope. It is um, great performance by Andrew Garfield. Yeah, tremendous performance by Andrew Garfield. Yeah, in fact, I think maybe the the performance and the very violent. Oh boy, Mel Gibson loves his brutality, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, um, that's the guy that did Braveheart. What yeah, do you expect? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> the uh, the biblical one. Well, I can't think of the name of. Oh it. yeah, last Tem- uh, not the last temptation of Christ. Um, the Passion. The Passion. The Passion. Yeah, very brutal. Um, but uh, I think this, it, the story is incredible. It's one of those historical, well, much like Hidden Figures. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize these true stories, and I'm just thinking, wow, what an incredible story. I think that carried the movie a lot. The performance carried the movie a lot. Um, the direction, he is a good director. I do think Mel Gibson is a good director. I think he's I thought a great director. The tone of this one struggled to balance, for me, the, you know, the, do rightness of, for for lack of a better phrase, of the main character with with the brutality. I, to me, it was a little bit hard to to uh, reconcile that. Although, again, a good movie. Yeah, also, I just didn't uh, think it was another quite movie there. that's that's done okay for itself at mm-hmm. the box office. It yeah. manages and it also has brought Mel Gibson apparently back into the good graces of Hollywood. Yeah, he's not going to win director. No, no, but it's it's a step in the right it direction. Is. That is a little surprise. Mel Gibson. What was the third one you had a problem with? The third one was uh, Lion. Oh, Lion, Lion, Lion. little scene film. Which is another very feel-good movie. It does. Boy, it makes you feel fantastic. And another incredible true story. This little boy gets lost on a, on a train when he's too young once the train stops and he's miles and miles away from his home. He doesn't remember the name of his town. He doesn't know how to tell people how to get him back home. And he ends up growing up with a adopted family and then years later goes and finds mm-hmm. his family and it's an incredible story that just tugs at your heart. I mean, it does. Uh, you'll get misty at the end, but it's it's just not quite good okay. film, fine film. Just to me, just wasn't quite there. You pick three that shouldn't have been there. Let's go with your top three that might be fighting it out for best picture. Well, I think right now the front runner has got to be La La Land. La La Land. 
strange that we keep running into each other. Maybe it means something. I doubt it. Yeah, I don't think so. How are you going to be a revolutionary if you're such a traditionalist? You're holding on to the past, but jazz is about the future. Maybe I'm not good enough. Yes, you are. Maybe I'm not. It's like a pipe dream. This is the dream. It's conflict and it's compromise. It's very, very exciting. I loved it. I just, it was, it's funny, I have two, fa- I have one movie that I think is the best of the year and one that, I, that is my favorite of the year. And this is my favorite of the year. I didn't stop smiling for two hours. I agree. La La Land made me feel, made me feel happy. Yeah. It was, it was, it was enjoyable. Um, obviously it was very uh, different. I mean, it, it, it tried to recapture the musical, but, mm-hmm. but at the same time, not in the big MGM way that we remember musicals being like Singing in the Rain right. and, or even more recently Chicago. Yeah. It, it wasn't that kind of a musical. It was, it was, it seemed like, like, how should I describe it? That it was just kind of happening. Well, and it was just such a tribute to that sort of movie making. It was, you know, every, every backdrop was so carefully placed there were there were markers to old hollywood everywhere in the posters mm. in the background in the music in the way the movie just wore its heart on its sleeve so s- it's a it's a it's a love letter to hollywood it is it is and to the musical but does that, that make it the best picture of the year um i because think because i thought the plot was kind of threadbare okay yeah i've, I've heard that i've heard that criticism a little I, bit i thought from the people. plot was a little thin yeah uh, i love emma stone i think she's very talented. I think she's adorable. Uh, do I think that she deserves to be the best actress this year? Ryan Gosling's nominated for best actor. Yeah. I don't think he's going to get it. I don't either. But uh, but but they say everybody says Emma Stone is a front runner, and the SAG Award yeah s- seemed to indicate that. And as we know, for the Oscars, actors vote for actors. That's true. Yeah. So she probably seems to be a lock. Yeah, I kind of thought she was the front runner beforehand, uh, just because. Everything about this movie seems to have so much momentum, uh, and certainly with the SAG Award, I think she is now. I'm, I'm not sure. I agree with you. I'm not sure her performance was the best one, although I thought it was tremendous. I thought as good as Ryan Gosling was, I thought she was the heart and soul of the I movie. totally agree with she you. She drove it. Totally agree with you. Um, so I think she probably will win. I'd be surprised if she doesn't, but... but uh, just because of the love that's being generated? Yeah. Because sometimes love does generate Oscar. Yeah. Because uh, we're gonna oh, we're gonna get in the subtopic later <laughs> for for tonight's podcast are the best picture winners that maybe didn't deserve to be best picture yeah. and that's when we're really gonna get into it. <laughs> so uh, uh, La La Land is your is you you think is the win for best picture? Yeah, yeah, it was. It's that's I, your favorite. That's my favorite. But what is your? I thought Moonlight was the best movie I saw this year. It moved me incredibly. It made me feel like a better human being for having seen it. Who is you, Sharon? Come on, son. Try not to remember. Try to forget all those times. At some point, you got to decide for yourself who you going to be. Can't let nobody make that decision for you. Who is you, man? I ain't seen you in like a decade. It's not what I expected. What did you expect? I like movies that 
say a lot with less. And it, it spoke volumes. That movie in, did say a lot with less. Yeah. It was it was it was gritty. It was simple. Um and I, I went into it not knowing the not knowing the complete storyline. Mm-hmm. So I kind of appreciated it even more. I did yeah. not know uh the the story of the young man growing up, you know, that I did not know what the theme was going to be mm-hmm. and and all the difficulties he had with uh his homosexuality mm-hmm. and dealing with it. that one, I did not know that going in. So I was able, I sat back. Wow, okay, this movie is about not what I thought. Yeah. I thought it was going to be about a drug dealer mentoring a kid <laughs> and 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 so forth and so on, and 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 it being some you know gritty street movie about that. And which, speak, and, I'm sorry. And speaking of the sags, I, I was so great to see you talk about the drug dealer in this movie, Mahershala Ali. Yeah. When he was so great in that movie. Once again, a, a, but a supporting performance that had a limited amount of screen time. Yeah. I kept waiting for him to come back into the film yeah. at some point. Yeah. Um, where'd he go? Yeah, exactly. Where, where'd he go? No, <laughs> tell me. Where'd he go? <laughs> well, he they explained it, that he, he was killed um, that because of his perfect. Yeah, but, but I love the fact that they didn't even dwell on it. That's just a fact of life. That just, yep, he's gone. And and he was such a positive influence in uh, in the boy's life. And... You know, they, so you don't think there's anybody in the supporting male supporting actor category that had more screen time that did better work? Um, for me, probably not. I, I was so glad to see him win. There was there were some great ones. I mean, the boy, the the teenage boy in Manchester by the Sea, Lucas Lucas Hedges, yeah, was great. Um, I, I I was so glad to see Michael Shannon get nominated for my, Nocturnal Animals. Yeah, he's one of my favorite actors. He's, he's great so actor. great in everything. But well, that's uh, another film that a lot of people did not see. That's true. That's true. The, mo- the movie wasn't that great. It was fine, but it had some good performances. In fact, I thought Aaron Taylor Johnson, who is the villain in that movie, could have could have easily deserved a nomination. Did he, he was pick fantastic. Up the Golden Globe? I think he did. I think he did get I the Golden Globe, and that surprised a lot of people. Yeah, uh, he was great. Everybody went Aaron who? <laughs> yeah, uh, he was fantastic in that. Didn't get um, the nomination, and then staying on supporting actor. Love Jeff Bridges, but I thought in that movie Ben Foster probably awesome. should have taken that that nomination. He was incredible. He was great, and the movie was fantastic. I One love, of my favorites of the year, Hell or High Water. Hell or High Water is a great movie. It's uh, it is not nominated for Best Picture, but it is nominated for Best. Original. It is. It is Best Picture. Yeah, it's it is nominated for Best Picture. Okay, mm-hmm. is it? It is. Okay, I, um, there's so many. He was not David McKenzie though was not nominated for director. Okay, that's which what was, I'm thinking. Which was. Uh, unfortunate, I thought. I thought he deserved it. And it's, it's nominated for best uh, screenplay, screenplay, yeah. Which I think, I think if it's going to get any gold, it might be in that department. It was a great screenplay, and this is a tough year for screenplay. Yeah, screenplay is packed, and best actress is packed. Uh, the toughest. It's nice to see best actress, you know, female category be so packed, uh, but so, it is. So who's Emma Stone's biggest competition? Boy, Emma Stone is up against. Uh, Natalie, Natalie Portman. Portman, who was brilliant as Jackie. Jackie. Once love, again, though, another that film movie. that not a lot of people have seen yet. People like to believe in fairy tales. Don't let it be forgot that for one brief, shining moment, there was a Camelot. There won't be another Camelot. Not another Camelot. It is different. It really deconstructs the movie biography, I think, in a great way. I loved it, but I've I've talked with some people who didn't quite love the structure of it because it's very surreal in spots. But um, yeah, Natalie Portman, 
Uh, Meryl Streep, which, you know, everybody loves Meryl Streep. She's great. I didn't think she quite belonged in this category. That's, but that's the law. Yeah. <laughs> the law of Streep. <laughs> that's the law in Hollywood. I was, Meryl Streep has to be nominated. I was really sad to see uh, Rebecca Hall did not get nominated for Christine. No, Talk about a movie no one saw. She was fantastic. In fact, the group that I'm uh, a part of, uh, the Central Ohio Film Critics Association, we named her Best Actress of the Year, uh, Rebecca Hall, uh, for her performance in Christine. Well, she, she got was some love great. someplace. Yeah, she did. And she tweeted her love to us, so we did thank she you tweet, for that. Yeah, she, she tweeted did. the love back? Yeah, she did. What about Amy Adams? Amy Adams could have easily... Could have easily gotten a uh, so a, a nomination, yeah. So that bitch Meryl Streep <laughs> <laughs> took took some took a spot away from somebody. And you know what? Too, I also love that. I say if, bitch lovingly, lovingly and jokingly with she's love. A, she's an amazing actor. That's like her twentieth nomination. <laughs> yeah, and the movie was fine. It's funny. Um, Hugh Grant is also great. Just not deserving, I don't think. In in this in this, uh, she category. did everything she could do in that film. Yeah, she did, and she's always great. But uh, I was glad to see Isabel Huppert from a very tough, tough movie. L is a tough movie. Is that a is that a dark horse? Isabel Huppert, well, dark, dark horse nominee, dark horse winner. Uh, I would be surprised if she won because I really do think Emma Stone's going to win. But she did win. Isabel Huppert won the Golden Globe, mm-hmm. which was a nice because she is fantastic. She carries that movie, and she and her character makes such. The character makes such choices that are very hard to swallow and very controversial for the subject matter. She's playing a rape survivor who, in her search to find the uh, perpetrator, does some very controversial things. And it only it only works because of her performance. She's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so I was glad to see that. But I, I still think Emma Stone, Emma Stone. is going to win. So we got Emma Stone and we've got La La Land as winning Best Picture. I think so, yeah. Which I'm not 100% convinced yet that, that that wins Best Picture. So what was your favorite of the year then? Oh, man. I mean, I really liked La La Land. And I I know Manchester by the Sea was getting a lot of the lot of the heat early. It's great. But it is great. But I, I found myself getting a little tired with it. And I don't think that Casey Affleck will win the Oscar. That's interesting because I, until the SAGs the other night, I thought he was a shoe-in. I, I thought his performance, while tremendous, was kind of one note mm-hmm. all the way through. And then when De- I, that was, I was happily surprised to see Denzel win because when I look at those two performances, Casey Affleck, he was great. Uh, some some um, amazing nuances throughout the film, but like I said, kind of one note. Whereas Denzel kind of in my opinion, acted his ass off. Yeah, it was a much more of a demonstrative character, for yeah. sure, in Fences. You got a guy that you know used to play in the Negro Leagues mm-hmm. and is bitter about that, but still accepts where he's at in life, and he's got a job, seemingly loves his wife, kind of strict, authoritative figure with his son, and then then, then you find out, kind of an asshole. <laughs> yeah. What law is there say I got to like you? None. All right, then. Don't you eat every day? Answer me when I talk to you. Don't you eat every day? Yeah. As long as you're in my house, you put a sir on the end of it when you talk to me. Yes, sir. You eat every day. Yes, sir. Got a roof over your head. Yes, sir. Got clothes on your back. Yes, sir. Why do you think that is? Because of you. <laughs> Hell, I know it's because of me, but why do you think that is? Because you like me? Like you. I go out of here every morning. I bust my butt because I like you. You're about the biggest fool I ever saw. 
And that's another reason. I mean, that everybody in that movie is so good. It's another reason I was a little bit surprised to see Hidden Figures win Best Ensemble because you take a movie like Fences, all the people, right down to all the supporting characters in Fences are so good. Mm-hmm. Or the ensemble in Moonlight, mm-hmm. everybody's got little bits of screen time. Or, or even Manchester by the Sea. That's, so that's why I was a little more surprised to see uh, Hidden Figures take it. Not that, that there's wrong with their performances. They're fine. But, um, yeah, Denzel is great. Uh, he's, he's all over. And he directed the movie, too. Right. Uh, and Always stuff to do. Yeah, Direct and, and be in a movie and guide other actors yeah. and still, you know, keep yourself in yeah. check. Oh, yeah. It's a fantastic achievement. So It just suffers from, it just suffers from being, uh, it, it's very hard to translate uh, something that was meant for the stage yeah. into a film. You, you, I think you lose a little bit of the... Of the um, the cinematic uh, effort, you know, because it, you you have to keep it. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't have the. It doesn't have the the. Um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? The uh, the opportunity to be big. Yeah. Uh, you know, on on the big screen because it's a play. Yeah, it is, and I I, I credit him for not even trying to hide that fact. It, it it seems like a play from the get go. It didn't alter one probably one word of the script, um, but it's. The adaptation of it, I think it works too because of the the metaphor with fences, you know, and mm-hmm. the confinement, who's kept in, who's kept out, um, and it, I really enjoyed it, and I was glad to see it uh, it nominated. I don't think it's going to win, but uh, I thought it was w- definitely one of the best movies. I, of the I year. think La La Land will probably win. I just don't know if it's it's the best picture, but uh, but I really enjoyed it, and I and I guess that has to count for something. Yeah. It made me feel good. It did what it was supposed to do. A lot of people didn't like the ending because a lot of cousins, I love the ending. I did too, but America <laughs> loves a happy ending. America loves everything tied up in a nice they bow. They do. They sure do. They wanted those two kids to get together. And, and you know, and the other thing it has going for it is, let's face it, it's a movie about Hollywood mm-hmm. in Hollywood. So they tend to like that. I think. Um, I, th- I think sometimes people get carried away saying that they know how the Academy votes, but look at the track record. They love movies about movies. And and this is and about Hollywood, and this is one. So we got the big ones. We got the the best picture, the best actor. Did you tell me who's going to win best actor? Um, you think it's going to be Casey? I'm I'm on the fence now. I, I I did until the SAGs, and now I I'm it's a toss up now between. I always thought that if Casey didn't win, that Denzel would win, mm-hmm. and now I, I think it's, it's I think it's 50, between those 50. two. Oh yeah, for sure. For and sure. best actress, you think it'll still be the Emma Stone will get the love if if it's not yep. who, who's 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 your closest competition? Boy, I I'm gonna I'm gonna say Natalie Portman. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, even though I know she's won one already, and sometimes I don't know if that can work against you or not. But well, ask uh, Meryl Streep. Yeah, <laughs> she's won three. She's yeah. been nominated for twenty. She's won yeah. three. But uh, that could be that could be a surprise. Um, that really could. So, but and I would. I think Emma Stone. Best supporting win. actress, Viola Davis again. Yeah, but see, now that is funny. That that is is something I don't understand. Viola Davis's character in that movie. Not only was that character the lead, at the lead female role, mm-hmm. it was the lead of the entire movie. Right. How that that gets happens a lot. A supporting category just baffles me. And I know sometimes the studio decides what they're going to push them for. But wow, I could not believe she gets a supporting uh, a, nomination. A woman who's in the film quite a bit, and then when you look at a best supporting uh, role, like um, I'm sorry, the gentleman's name in in, Moon, in Moonlight. Oh, Mahershala Ali. Mahershala Ali. Mahershala Ali. Yeah. 
in it for a limited amount of time. But then yeah. I hearken back to Dame Judi Dench, who was on screen right. for what seven, eight minutes, and, well, yeah, and and won her Oscar for Best Supporting Actress that year. Well, and then there's in in this category, um, Michelle Williams has very limited screen time very in limited. Manchester by the Sheep, but she, she's powerful. Oh, devastating that scene. Where she meets up again with mm-hmm. Casey Affleck when she's walking the baby. I know you've been around, and I, well, I've just I been, thought just been getting Patrick settled in. It seems like he's doing pretty good, huh? Considering. I think he is. Yeah. I guess you don't know this, but I, uh, I really kept in touch with Joe. It's no, been kind of weird for me not seeing Patrick. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know. Uh, if you could see him if you want. Could I... we ever have lunch? You and me? Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Is that all it takes sometimes? It's just, I think uh, so. It's just a I, moment it, in it, cinematic it, history? It can. In order to, to nail it, to get the, to get the gold? What, what, a, what a scene. It, it's, it's, it reminds me of the scene, talking about Viola Davis and limited screen time. Do you remember her, her uh, role in Doubt? Yes. And that incredible scene with Meryl Streep where right. she outdid Meryl Streep right. in that scene, and you're like, Oh, my Lord. Mm-hmm. And that scene was, what, 10 minutes long or even less? And she just blew the doors off. And, I mean, Michelle Williams is no surprise. I mean, she's been good before, but whew, that scene just leveled me. Just leveled me. What a what a fantastic job by both of them. Um, so she gets limited screen time. I could see her winning, but I think it is Viola Davis. Viola this Davis. Time. Yeah, who's, she, her next, so who's, who's, who's the next one that's, that's breathing down her neck? Yeah, I, th- I think it's... Uh, Michelle Williams. Michelle Williams yeah. breathing down her neck. But they're good. Everybody's good. Uh, and, again, limited screen time, Naomi Harris in Moonlight. Uh, that was kind of a surprise, yeah. I guess. But, uh, you know, she's awful good. Uh, Nicole Kidman in Lion, also awful good. And Octavia Spencer's Hidden Figures. So they're all good. They, they really are. Those are fine um, well, they all should, they, they should be good. Yeah, they They're should be. That's right. For Oscars. Well, sometimes, uh, as we'll get to when we talk about movies that shouldn't have <laughs> won, let alone And Best nom- Director? Um, I've got Damien Chazelle. It's, it's got to be Damien. It really right. does. I, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. The, the, yeah. To be able to put all that together effectively in, but, a, in, but, a, in such an entertaining way. But again, Barry Jenkins, uh, for who had only, I think, had one other feature before this, Moonlight, what a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait to see what he does next. But just as a... Well, that's what everybody said about Damien with Whiplash. Yeah, Whiplash was so good. And now you, you have this, and it's such a triumph of directing. I mean, just from that opening scene on the traffic jam, that that big—I know it, it's not an extent one take; it, it's crafted mm-hmm. to look like one take. Uh, man, everything is just what a what a triumph of directing. So I think that's a pretty pretty good slam dunk. And then you look at the guy; and he looks like he's twelve years old. I, I mean, the first time, <laughs> look at this guy. I know he's thirty or something, but man, uh, so he's got a lot of years ahead of him, and I, he's he's got a good thing going. A uh, lot of lands not breaking any records. No, because I, I would be surprised if it got screenplay. I don't think it quite deserves it. So. And it can't win. It can only win one Oscar for Best Original Song because it's nominated. Two, two That's of the right. Songs, two That's of the right. songs are nominated yeah. from La La yeah. Land. So uh, at best it can do is what, tie? Tie with, with uh, Titanic and yeah. you know, other films like that? I think so. That, that yeah. have reached that that holy ground of yeah. 13. Whew. That's a lot of That's Oscars. That's a lot. It's a lot that is of a Oscars. Lot. That is a lot. So Which we'll brings us, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> let's refresh the drinks and get into my favorite topic of the night. <laughs> yes, this year's Oscars are important, and uh, I, I, I look forward to the Academy Awards. I love award shows. I love. I don't care how long they are. 
I love watching the Oscars. I love watching the SAG Awards, the Golden Globes. I love the movies. So that's why I get so pissed off sometimes mm-hmm. when a movie I think should have won Best Picture does not. What year are we? What the, let's 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 start currently and work our way back. Or maybe you've got some that uh, that um, that you feel. Well, the most recent one, the most recent one I have is I think the granddaddy of them all. That uh, shouldn't have won. That shouldn't have won. Shouldn't have even have been nominated. And that was from 2005 and Crash. Crash. Crash is that was well, that was an interesting year because what else was nominated that year for Crash? Brokeback I, I, Mountain. Brokeback Mountain was was um, with Heath Ledger. Capote. Yeah. Munich and my favorite from that year, uh, George Clooney's Good Night and Good Luck. Good Night, Good Luck, which I loved, loved so much. Um, but Crash shouldn't have even been nominated. I thought. I think it's not only not it's bad. It's not only not good. It's bad. And the fact that it was nominated and then it won. Um, yeah, that's that's my. Every time somebody brings this up, that's the first. Movie that comes to mind. I could not believe it. Okay, so that's the first one that comes to mind in yeah. that particular topic. Yeah. You know what mine is? Titanic. <laughs> you know what? And you are not alone. You are not Titanic. alone. Titanic. <laughs> Titanic. I'll say it again. Yeah. Um, loved all the special effects. Did a great job. Love how everything that they did that went into the film. But in my opinion, that year... And I get teased about this all the time. The you wanted the guy, you wanted the movie where everybody wears the hats. Yeah, I wanted L.A. Confidential that oh, year. Oh, it was a good movie. Yeah, I will. I have defended Titanic a lot, although I can't go so far as to say it should have won. I liked it. I did like it more than a lot of people, but because I have to say full disclosure, I'm fascinated by the story of the Titanic. Uh, yeah, always why, have been. Why wouldn't you be? But um, I did like it. But I agree with you. It it didn't deserve. It didn't deserve that. Nomination, I can see, but I, yeah, I, I agree with you. And to win so many. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and to win so many on top yeah. of it. Insult to injury. <laughs> Insult to injury. Yeah. Um, uh, no, no, uh, no. I know. There's I'm a sorry. lot of people and, in your camp. And I've tried to go, I've tried to go back to Titanic <laughs> and, and, and watch it again. And it's it's not a bad movie. It's just not the Academy Award winning right. movie that yeah. that it, that it got to be, in my opinion. Yeah. L.A. Confidential. I can't watch Titanic over and over again like so many people have. L.A. Confidential. Man, you want to watch it right now? Let's yeah. go. Yeah. You know. I do like that movie. Russell yeah. Crowe and Kevin yeah. Spacey, Guy and, Pierce, and, and yeah. everybody. Just so amazing. Yeah. Just a just a great great movie. I forgot that was nominated the same year. Yeah. That was my pick. That's what should have won for me. What else you got? I've got. Uh, well, you won't see. In 2001, A Beautiful Mind, speaking of Russell Crowe. You didn't like A Beautiful Mind? Did not like A Beautiful Mind, no. Uh, It was nominated... um, Against? Against uh, In the Bedroom, which, oh. That was tough. What a great movie. Great movie. Great movie. Um, The one Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, which I'm not a big Lord of the Rings guy, but okay. Moulin Rouge and uh, Gosford Park. Um, Mm, I can see why Beautiful Mind wins that year. I, I'm not. Ron Howard uh, for me is very hit. I should say very miss and sometimes hit. I love Frost Nixon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I even loved um, Rush, the uh, the car racing one he did. Right. But sometimes he can be so heavy handed and manipulative, and I think this is a case of that. Um, didn't care. What should have Didn't won. care for Beautiful Mind. I, I in, the, in bedroom. the bedroom. Yeah. In the bedroom. Loved in the bedroom. It was tough, like you said, hard to watch. 
Um, but that's the guy who, um, uh, I forget his name, uh, Todd Field, who then went on to do um, Little Children, which was great. Right. Did he also do Happiness? No, no that's Todd happy. Solons. Todd Solons, yeah. okay. But I'm waiting to see what uh, Todd Field does next because I think the story was he got disillusioned from working with the Weinsteins. They put him through the ringer, as I've heard they've done to a lot of people, and he kind of got disillusioned. But I checked his IMDb page not long ago. He's got a lot of things working. If you don't know who Todd Field is, he played the piano player in Eyes Wide Shut. But then he's gone on to be a director, and a very good one. So uh, I would have given it to In the Bedroom that year. That year. Next, Mr. Critic, what do you got? Um, how about uh, talking about movies people love? How about Forrest Gump? Uh, beat out Pulp Fiction that year, which if you're going to talk, talk movies that we can watch right now and then watch <laughs> again right after that, Pulp Fiction. Uh, I don't think... Can Forrest... I tell you something? Go ahead. When I, t- when I saw the trailer for Forrest Gump, Paramount Pictures presents Tom Hanks. I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is. And Sally Field. My boy Forrest is going to get the same opportunities as everyone else. A film by Robert Zemeckis. What's my destiny, Mom? You're going to have to figure that out for yourself. The world will never seem the same once you've seen it through the eyes of Forrest Gump. My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. They grabbed me on the trailer and I said, that's going to be the best picture of the year. <laughs> <laughs> and you were correct. And I was correct. Yeah, it, boy, it's one that doesn't, it was fine at the time. I guess it doesn't age very well for me at all. Um, and, uh, you know, nothing against Tom Hanks, who's a national treasure, as we know. Uh, and no, I, I don't mean to make fun of because I love Tom Hanks. But no, the movie just doesn't do it for me. Too manipulative. Um, and again, it doesn't doesn't age well. And I think maybe the fact that I love Pulp Fiction so much so do I. that it just sticks in my craw that it beat it. <laughs> I love Pulp Fiction. Uh, Pulp Fiction did win that year. They won something. Screenplay. That year. They won screenplay that year. I believe it. it I did, believe it did. I think it did win screenplay. Okay. I think it did. I think As it did. What well, he boy Tarantino and, can write and it resurrected uh, John Travol- John Travolta John yeah. Travolta in a big way. Yeah. And uh, but you know what that might have been. That might have been the year I I was feeling sentimental because I had no problem with Forrest Gump. <laughs> I, it's still I and I don't I disagree with you. I don't think it, that it, that you say it hasn't aged well. Yeah. I guess I look at it in an entirely different way. Okay. Yeah. As just for the movie that it is, mm-hmm. it's just you know the story uh, and how and just you know I I still tear up at the at the same spots that I've teared up Fair at enough. before. Fair enough. But I love Pulp Fiction. Yeah. I love do it. love Pulp Fiction. I, I mean, it's, it's it's great. It's one Pulp Fiction is one of those movies that if I flipping through my cable channels, exactly, and, and it's on there, I'm stopping. I'm stopping, yep. and I'm watching, <laughs> and I'm hoping that it's the unedited version when I when I am flipping. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, and you quickly you find out in about two seconds, <laughs> and it's about an hour shorter. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right, go ahead. Next. Oh, um, let's see. How about uh, 1985? The snooze fest that was out of Africa. <laughs> uh, what was nominated? Pretty to look at, I guess. Uh, what was nominated that year? The Color Purple. Okay, which, great. Steven Spielberg. Yep. Um, Pritzi's Honor. Remember Pritzi's Honor? Uh, John Huston. 
Yeah. And uh, Angelica Houston, which I think she won Best Supporting Actress that year. Yeah, and Jack Nicholson, Pretty's Honor, good, great movie. And uh, Kiss of the Spider Woman. Okay. Was nominated. William Hurt. And Witness. Mm hmm. uh, We're all nominated. And Out of Africa. Out of Africa. Wins. Yeah, I okay. know it's Redford. I know it's Streep. God bless them. It looks, you know, they it's lushly photographed. It's, it's sumptuous. It's sumptuous. <laughs> Those landscapes. And uh, I remember my wife tells a story about when she was a kid. Uh, she went with her parents to see it. And she was uh, put off. She could tell that uh, the uh, parents were going to get friendly uh, after the movie when they went home. And that, <laughs> and of course, as a kid, you don't want to know that. But they, it was so romantic and sumptuous that mm-hmm. it has that effect. But I just thought it was just boring, just boring. Pretty to look at, but boring. All right, nineteen ninety eight. Yep, I'm with you. Is it out on? Is it out on your list? It's on my list. Shakespeare in Love. Yes, wins Best Picture. Not taking anything away from the movie. Like the movie. But. But does it beat out Saving Private Ryan? No. Does it beat out Life is Beautiful? Well, Life is Beautiful. Did Life is Beautiful win the foreign film Oscar that year? I can't remember. I know. He won, is the, it al- is it he al- won Best Actor. Is it allowed? Yes. Is, is, is a movie allowed to be nominated in two categories like that? Best foreign film and best picture? I don't think I so. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, it was a great movie. And, uh, of course, uh, The Thin Red Line mm-hmm. had the misfortune of going up against Saving Private Ryan, which, right. is, which is a great war movie yep. in its own right. Terrence Malick, yeah. Yeah. but uh, that. Uh, and then Elizabeth was nominated, too. Elizabeth was great, too, but Saving Private oh, Ryan. man. Yeah, that was a— Losing th- Out to Shakespeare in Love, which was light, yeah. fun, yeah. And enjoyable. I remember watching that telecast and thinking, seriously? I mean, I thought that was one of the biggest slam dunks— that you could you could ask for that year uh, that year, but no, uh, that was a shocker. And again, yeah, same. Uh, I feel the same way. Fine, but too light, too light. And Saving Private Ryan was uh, was not light. Uh, uh, neither was, and I, I would have given it to Thin Red Line before. Uh, and Life is Beautiful, both. Yeah. All those are tough watches. But uh, I mean, Steven Spielberg got to be sitting there going, "What the hell do I have yeah, to do?" Exactly. Yeah, that was that was a. Definitely on my list. I think you're going to find that on most people's lists uh, of this uh, this category. I'm bouncing around, going from you know back in the day to current. Um, I never saw a lot, so many people split over a movie recently, like I did Birdman. Oh yeah, the unexpected virtue of ignorance. I liked it very much, and I can't remember off the top of my head what else was nominated. American Sniper. Okay, now. That when you talk about polarizing movies, right? I liked it. I liked it a lot, and uh, I didn't agree. It was used, I think, unfairly as a political football what, by American both Sni- sides. Sniper, yeah, yeah. And I didn't yeah. think it deserved to be. I, I liked it a lot. Boyhood. Oh, what a great Richard movie! Richard Linklater's mo- oh. movie that that he spent literally a lifetime yes. making. Whoa. Uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel was nominated yeah. that year. Yeah, good. The Imitation Game, eh. Yeah, I'm all right. Good, but good, but okay. Selma, oh, powerful movie, and that got jobbed that year. It deserved so many. Mo- she wasn't even nominated for a director, right? Ava right. DuVernay, and right. um, wow, that that yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's and a I, tough. I still think, I st- I still don't think we we have had a an African American female nominated for best director yet ever. True. I don't think that's happened um, yet. She now her she, latest, her new one, uh, her documentary Thirteenth is nominated for best documentary, and it's so good. 
Um, but yeah, I think you're right. And she deserved to be nominated, nominated. if not win that year. The, Selma was so good. The theory of everything was. Yeah, in I the wasn't mix. as high on that as everybody else. It was fine. I like Eddie Redmayne in it. He yeah. was great. Yeah. He deserved, I think he, he was deser- good. deserved his Oscar. And uh, Whiplash. Oh, yeah. That's, those are good movies. Uh, loved Whiplash. Loved I did it. like Birdman. I, I did, did too. I did like Birdman. I liked it very much. Um, I picked it to win when it just just for the sheer, you know, going for the win in the Oscar pool. But it was not my favorite movie of that year. I did enjoy it. I I, I yeah. got it. I, I I understood it. You know. But again, it's about show business. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, I probably would have gone with Selma that year um, myself. But I did like Birdman too. I did. Um, but but just not. Not to win. Yeah. How about this one? Ordinary people yeah. over Raging Bull. Yeah. Okay. 1981. That's, that's on, on my on. list as well. <laughs> that is on my list as well. Yeah. Over Raging Bull. Oh. Coal Miner's Daughter in the mix as mm-hmm. well. The Elephant Man, oh, man. in the same year. So many biographies. God bless him. Uh, John Hurt. John Hurt just passed away. May what a great actor. Yeah. And uh, Tess. Oh, was in there too. I forgot about that. Was even nominated. Tess was in, was in the mix as well. But Raging Bull. Raging Bull. Once again, Martin Scorsese sitting back going, "What have I got to do?" <laughs> exactly. I mean, talk about a movie that ages well. That is one that you look back on it every year when when uh, critics put together a list of like the best movies of, by decades. It's I think it's many times been voted the best movie of the 80s and mm-hmm. it was 1980. Yeah. Um so it's it's so great. Um and to lose ordinary people again, it's it's fine. Um kind of like Shakespeare and like, it's not light like that in its themes. Do you think it was because uh well, I mean everybody in that movie was really good. They were, yeah. And it was it was it was a good strong yep. movie. Yep. We talked about this it was Robert Redford's first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, movie that he directed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you know the the big, the big <gasps> was Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah. And from out of nowhere that year, Timothy right. Hutton. Right. All of a sudden, you're like, who's this kid? You know. And he was so offended. But yeah, Mary Tyler Moore was great. It was. It's a good movie, but it's not Raging Bull. No, it's not Raging Bull. So Scorsese won for The Departed, right? Right. Finally, yeah. Finally. But, but was Departed. Worthy, or do you think I? I remember hearing, oh, it was just a a makeup, uh, a makeup. Do you think I? I think the departed was good. You yeah, think it earned it. It's not his, not his best, but it was good. It's not. It's not Raging Bull. It's not. It's not even Goodfellas. Well, speaking of Goodfellas, how about Dances with Wolves over Goodfellas in 1990? Yeah, I gotta admit. I mean, I like Dances. With I Wolves, do too, but not not over Goodfellas. But I won't watch. All right. If I'm if, once again, if we're going through the scenario, yes. as I'm flicking through the cable and I see Goodfellas, I'm stopping and I'm watching Goodfellas yep. wherever I'm at. Exactly. Dancing with wolves, you know. Yeah. Tatanka. <laughs> Tatanka. What? Wind in his hair. Tatanka. Yeah. It's a truck. It's a t- it's a toy truck. <laughs> Tatanka truck. No. Yeah. yeah it's, I'm it's, not, a, I'm it's not, a fine I'm not, movie. I'm but... not watching Dancing with Wolves in the middle and and carrying right. it through to the end. Exactly. Exactly. It's it's another two that are on different ends of the spectrum about aging well because Goodfellas is still considered a classic. Yeah. I got one more. You got one? No, go ahead. How about the, I do, but I'm going way, way back. The English Patient. Okay. Over Fargo. I love the Coen brothers. Uh, I do too. But the English Patient, another snoozer. You think it was a snoozer? I, I See, think it I was. can appreciate yeah. the English Patient yeah. for, for what it was. Um, for, yeah, it, it's that is one that 
unfolds and takes its time unfolding. But I, I did enjoy The English Patient, but I love Fargo. Yeah. I, I love everything, almost every, almost everything that Coen Brothers I do, done. too. I mean, when they when they take a misstep, you you almost, oh, well, they'll, they'll make it up on the next one. Yeah. yeah. I want to see anything they do. I think the only one that, that uh, stubbed their toe for me was the Hudsucker Proxy. A little, just maybe a little too quirky for me, kitchy. I guess. A little, a little too, too kitschy. A little too kitschy. And even though, now, their last one, Hail Caesar, wasn't great, but I did find some things to like in it. I did. You know what I find about the Corn Brothers? Whenever I think they've misstepped, I, I go back a few years later and watch it again. Okay. And, and then I, then all of a sudden, I, I it, it kind of it's kind of like, sometimes with the Corn Brothers movie, it's like a, a, a bottle of wine or a bottle of, of whiskey that, yeah. that should have should have waited a little bit longer to before it was open. I can see that. And, you know, you, you drank it too fast, and you're not really appreciating it for what it was. And then you go back, and like, oh, well, now I, I kind of see some of the things they were trying to do, and I appreciate them better. I, I wouldn't be surprised if I feel that way about Hail Caesar in the years to come, mm-hmm. because I, I agree with you, they're so good. I haven't gotten around there yet to the Hudsucker, Hudsucker Proxy, although I haven't seen it in a while. But uh, I, I could definitely agree with that theory because they're that good. And do you take Midnight Cowboy over Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? <sighs> I like Midnight Cowboy. I 1969. Do. Wow. Great movies. It, yeah. Great performances. Yeah. Dustin Hoffman, John Voight, <sighs> Butch Cassidy, Paul yeah. Newman, Robert Redford. Yeah. That's tough. Why you got to put them both out of the same year? <laughs> that is tough. Wow. They're both they're both so Midnight good. Cowboy wins, yeah. and you know that was that was rated at the time. It was X, it right? Kind or of got an X the rating, equivalent, yeah, yeah, the equivalent of an X rating. And of course, yeah. nowadays you're like, really? Nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was a tough one. That was a tough year. That is. That's tough. By the way, can I just say the last time I was here, I just barely sipped, and look at me. Look at you. I'm doing all right. Look at you. You finished almost a whole glass. <laughs> That's pretty good. I really put, I put a really big ice cube in there. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Maker's 46, which you know what? It's a nice break for the for the for the the Oscar drink that I had. Yeah. Oh you. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah yeah. A little thing I call the red carpet. Get yourself a nice uh, shaker, fill it with ice. Put one ounce of your favorite bourbon. It could be Maker's 46, Maker's Mark, or any bourbon that you enjoy. One ounce of the uh, bourbon. One ounce of Bacardi Gold. One ounce of Amaretto. Mm. Could be Amaretto or De Serrano, which is like an Amaretto. Yeah, yeah. You know, whatever you got available. Shake, shake, shake. Pour nice mixed liquors with ice into tall glass. Top off with cranberry juice. The red carpet, ladies and gentlemen. And you're ready for the awards. That you're sounds ready good. For the awards, yes. That sounds good. Yes. If you want to garnish it, you can. If you if it's if it's not sweet enough for you, toss in a little don't laugh at me, Greg Hansberry. <laughs> toss in a little grenadine. grenadine. That'll give it more red color if you need more red in there. But um that'll that'll put you and that borrows from a couple of other uh, popular cocktails. If I would have used Scotch whiskey and the amaretto, that's that's leaning towards the godfather. Um the Long Island iced tea has whiskey and rum and vodka in it as well. So I'm borrowing from some of these other cocktails to bring bring it all down to the... So the is it fine carpet. to use on your Oscar drinking game, which maybe this year would be every time there's a political statement made? Oh, boy. Uh, maybe. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> you get pretty loopy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you start doing it, you, you do just beer shots. You'll, you'll, you'll be hammered. Yeah. yeah. You got to appreciate... Everything that gets out there 
And, oh yeah, and, and and you see way more movies than I do. I mean, uh, yeah, that, I, we saw about two hundred and eighty movies last year. Yeah, I think that's um, incredible. And uh, it's pretty much it's, but it's it's why I don't watch any TV. People always say, "Hey, what do you like about Breaking Bad?" Or I've never seen it. Uh, see, there's got, lots of great TV that got, I've never seen. Yeah, I got your ass kicked on TV. <laughs> I got your ass kicked on I, TV. I, I'm sure they're great uh, TV shows, and I'd love to see them. But that's I, a shame that you're not watching television yeah, because we're in a we're in a new golden age of TV. Yeah, that's what it seems like. And, and there's a lot of amazing television that that uh, that. The, that you would probably enjoy and yeah. appreciate. So, but yeah. hey, yep. you know what? You got to pick and choose your battles, That's George. That's right. That's right. And, and you do a great job. Thank you very much. You it's, do a great it's job. Fun. It's We're... tough to be a critic. It is, um, but it's when you're when you're passionate about it. I have opinions. You're an actual critic. And yeah, and uh, and when you're passionate about it, it's it helps. It's just what we would do anyway. You mm-hmm. know, watch a bunch of movies, uh, and and we are, you know, the 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 website Mad Wolf. That's my wife is Hope Madden, so she's the mad part of it. So. A lot of times we'll be in separate rooms of the house. She's watching one. I'm watching one that we're both going to review. So we can. We, it helps to have two people. Nice. Uh, we can. You know. Get Do you more. guys normally agree or disagree? Normally agree. Normally. Normally agree. agree. Once what, in a while. What has been the biggest? What has been your biggest disagreement as a, as a movie reviewing couple? Boy, uh, recently I was one of the very few that liked, did not love, liked Batman v Superman. Uh, I did not think it was the garbage that everybody said it was. My wife thought not it was. the Razzie no. nominated film. Didn't think it deserved all that. I thought once the criticism just started steamrolling and people tried to outdo themselves into saying how bad it was. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was that bad. Uh, my wife thought it was that bad. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, that was the one recently where we uh, we disagreed the most. But most of the time, most of the time, we are we agree pretty much. Has yeah. there been a well reviewed film that you guys have split on? Yeah. Well, not split. We both were shocked at the amount of acclaim The Martian got. Uh, I remember when we watched it, we were at the screening. I was thinking to myself, "Am I the only one that's not liking this?" And I fully expected her. And we got out of it and like, no, neither one of us liked it. And everybody loved it, and it got nominated for best picture. And I'm like, what? I still don't like that at all. And another one that is shocking me right now, not that it got nominated for Oscars, but everybody right now is so excited about John Wick 2. And they are. They are. And everywhere I go. And John Wick. I'm excited about John Wick are too. Lawrence Fishburne. I like John Wick. I did not. I like John Wick. I did not I like did. John Wick. I, it caught me by surprise. I like action movies. I do too. I like well done action movies. I do too. I didn't think it was. And I, and I enjoyed John Wick. And when I heard that they were making a John Wick too, I know. Everywhere I go on on, on social media, everybody's John Wick too. I'm like, what? <laughs> I remember seeing it like the week after I saw The Equalizer, and I thought they're very similar movies. And I thought the Equalizer was so much better. Den- I did like the, Denzel's Equalizer. I liked the Equalizer. He was a badass in the Equalizer. Yes, I thought yeah, it was yeah. so much better. Yeah. And uh, I, in fact, I just got into a, a friendly argument on uh, Facebook today about John Wick too. <laughs> so you know, I'm open minded. I'll that's, see it. That's that's but, some life you got there, where you're getting into a Facebook <laughs> argument yeah, over John Wick, exactly. over a movie that hasn't been released yet. Have right. you seen it yet? No, you haven't but seen I'm it yet. Just, I was just remarking about everybody's so excited about the trailer. They're excited because because well, Greg Hansberry, our producer. Yelled it out. It's 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 Keanu and 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 Lawrence. It's, it's the, the Matrix. Matrix Four. It's yeah. the Matrix. <laughs> they're they're getting back together. I hope John Wick Two kicks ass <laughs> at the box office. I really do. I really do. <laughs> you know what? I'll have a few more of these and I'll watch it and I'll love it. <laughs>
right, let's uh, let's recap, shall we? Very quickly, we've been drinking Maker's Forty Six, aged a little longer. Then Maker's Mark, it mellows it out a little bit. It must mellow it out just enough because George Wolf finished the whole glass. First time he was on the show, he barely sipped what was, was in, what was in his cup. So Maker's 46, it's a little bit more uh, expensive than regular's Maker, but not much. And, it, and it's just as good. And also don't forget the Oscar drink, the red carpet, uh, ounce of bourbon, ounce of Bacardi Gold, ounce of Amaretto, shake, shake, shake. Tall glass, ice, cap it off with some cranberry juice, and you'll uh, enjoy the Oscars every step of the way. And don't forget Mad Wolf, that's M-A-D-D, two Ds, madwolf.com. That's the website where you can check out everything George Wolf. Yep, we are got all the movie reviews, and on Twitter, we're at Mad Wolf, and on Facebook, we're Mad Wolf Columbus, so hit us up. All right, so La La Land, best picture? Yep. Best actor? I still, you know what? By a fifty-one to forty-nine, I'm going to say Casey Affleck. Casey Affleck, best actress. Um, Emma Stone. Emma Stone, yep. best supporting actor is going. What did I say? Um, Mahershala. Oh, Mahershala. Mahershala. I, I, I hope so. But that one is that one's up for grabs. That one's up. Is up that for one's grabs. up for grabs. Yeah, I love him. By the way, I loved him in uh, House of Cards, which is a TV show. Yes, that you I've need heard to of see that. him okay. in. He does a great job. He in is that, good. You don't watch television. I don't. Or Netflix. I've heard so of it though. Know. And best supporting actress, Viola. Viola Davis. And Damien Chazelle, I think, has director. Director wrapped up. Pretty much locked up. And then it'll probably yeah. pick up a few other yeah. miscellaneous I don't think it'll Oscars. break a record, though. No uh, no, no record breaker. So your beloved Titanic is <laughs> safe. <laughs> Not my beloved Titanic. <laughs> Not, uh, you know, I know. I'm glad the damn thing sunk. <laughs> no, no. I kid. I, I kid, kid. I kid. I kid. All right, we're going to wrap it up. George, thank you. It's been thank a pleasure you. to have you oh, back. Oh, it was a ball. We always talk about movies in the hallway, yeah. and we have to shush yes. because we're being too loud. I like this. I like this a lot. So uh, thank you for being uh, my my first repeat guest. My pleasure. Uh, on a very important time in, in as far as the movies go. Oscar, Oscar. And uh, who knows? We'll come up with something. I want to come over on your side of the fence. Yes, sometime please do. Too. We'll get you on one of our uh, one of our podcasts. With the Fright Club. Fright Club. We talk horror movies. So. Okay. All right. Well, I'm, I, I, you know, I'm not as much of a, a geek about horror movies as as you are, but there. You they're, can pick a genre. You can pick a decade. You can pick an actor, a director, and we'll dive in. Oh, okay. I can do that. Yeah. I can. I can be specific. Okay. And just let me say a couple of other things. First of all, my thanks to producer Greg Hansberry, as Yay. always. For for making whiskey business special and 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 nuanced, Oscar worthy, Oscar, <laughs> Oscar worthy, and tell you this that it's a never the luck production done in cooperation with the Columbus Radio Group. All the opinions are of uh, the host and his reluctant guests and are not meant to uh, offend, only to entertain. So on that final note, my friends. Uh, have a wonderful uh, Academy Awards. We'll be back next week with something different. Until the next bottle. Good night. You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. 
You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.